Out for the yak Imposters out for that raps I can never sing my wings up the trap And I give back Streets overheating, don't give me some dap Long story short, I'm what's hap Crunch time, I'm the cap Stuck out for the tree like sap I mean, he saw the best in me like sap That gon' teach my mama how I rap Oh, I see you woke from your nap Saw so pot and you might get slapped Now you might want bag back my rhymes virus my tires is on fire i'm flying i'm two pilots you silent you still client my eye in that tactic rifle that tyrant gon' start a riot be quiet Say la vie on my private, I didn't know. Gilligan, million, pinning the kid in the rear for a sick with a sense. I'm sending you niggas on short bus. We in the blue order and torches. Go logic, build a fortress. You can't afford us, but you might want back, back, back. Like, I remember listening to the song before it dropped as Living Single. Like, it was out for like a year before it dropped as Living Single without his verse, just on SoundCloud and shit like that. I remember listening to it being like, this shit's fine. Shout out John Doe. Shout out. Was this dude's name Felix? Felix. Felix. It's a really weird way to pronounce Felix. But opening up with Bag. That was off of the Tempo album. We're live now, bro. Come on. We live now. We live and direct. Live and alive. What's up, y'all? We back. Dice Roller Radio, episode five and a half, six. Where this are we episode at now? six. You guys got some dice? Yeah, of course, bro. Yeah. Where they at? I'm, a... trying, I'm trying to roll seven. 25 cent machine outside. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yeah, man. Episode six. Uh, what do we call this? Week six? Week seven? We took a week break. Uh, Stilo was out and about traveling the world. Nah, chill. I was just in Chicago with the homies from Herbal Notes. Yo, shout out Sergey. Shout out Manny, Lydia, Albi, A. Shout out all the homies in shout Chicago. Out Edgar, shout out shout Edgar. Out, shout Christian. out Christian. Yeah. Big Plant, Meech. Plant Shop. Plant Shop Chicago. Big shout out. Ooh, big shout out. Plant Shop Chicago. Chicago Villains. Fucking everybody out there is so fucking sick. Yo, shout out Robert from headquarters for fucking driving me around the first day and plugging me with his screen printer from... Fu- the homie fuck. Mike. Mike and Matt. Yeah, Those damn, guys are, bro. Those guys are plugs. We'll get all into that. Well, let's get the introduction started. I am your host with the most. Will be a.k.a. Will be the Don, a.k.a. the Mestizo McFly, a.k.a. the Shawn Michaels of podcasting. And I am here... The very creative. This man came in all brand new with a haircut and just more cultured. Fresh. Bro. The fresh tribal pattern, bro. Just It's your boy, Stilo Suave, Rob Wallace. Shout out, Sergey. Shout out, Dex. Special yo, yo, guest yo. in the building. So, Plants our friends. Don't forget. Shout out, Plant Magazine. Yeah, shout out, Plant Mag. Love Earth. I was out there peddling those Plant Magazines, the fucking Rob Waller pop-ups in Chicago. The whole no, Sergey. I didn't push my product. Hey, Sergey's been here before, well, last it. week or last episode. Technically, if you haven't heard, go listen to that. We got a a new, very special guest here with us, Dexter. What's happening, Dice Rollers? What's up, bro? It's nice to be here. Thank you for having me, man. No doubt, no doubt. So, Dexter, since you are new, uh, go ahead. Let you we'll let you have the floor. Just like kind of give us a breakdown of what it is that you do and what inspires you. Yeah, um, I'm a I'm a London born. Uh, Chicago raised, living in San Diego, creative that uh, I run a magazine right now called Plant Magazine, PLNT Mag. Um, we explore people through nature. So we take concepts from gardening and we use them to explore individuals. 
And that's what I'm about. I'm about the people. I'm about my friends. I'm about giving people a platform to put their stuff on and tell stories. Sick. Hell yeah. So what, what about you, Sergey? Reintroduce yourself, homie. I know you do everything. My name's Sergey. I'm friend of the from podcast. Ukraine. I lived in Colorado for a little bit when I moved to America, and then I was raised most of my life in San Diego, like northern northern San Diego, Oceanside, Vista. Shout out. Uh, and I've been living in North Park for the past couple of years. I run a creative agency called Field Guide. Um, we make things, all kinds of things, from like photos, films, creative direction. It's gonna be we just make things, line, man. No. You want to make, make something? Things. Let's talk. All let's kinds make of things. things. Yeah. <laughs> you need a billboard, a field guide billboard. We make things. <laughs> no, I, I, re- I really want to get a business card that just says my name and it says, um, like for the description, it just says Power Strip. I got the I got the plugs. <laughs> the last episode that we had you on, I described you as I just put you as a creative director. I mean, that is one of the things. Yeah, I'm down. Jack of all trades. That's what I'd say. Master of if I was thinking some. of a name that was all of the above, I would <laughs> One just put a creative director. <laughs> Hell yeah. This was insane, yo. I seen this dude fucking would build a storefront out of a living room. I've seen this dude build <laughs> I've seen this dude build a fucking <laughs> storefront out of some alleyway trash scraps. I've seen this dude build a storefront with his fucking bare hands. Yeah. Just build. You just see something <laughs> and just put it all together. Yeah, I guess you could say I'm a builder, like either creative director or just like a builder in in like all regards, you know what I mean? Whether it's like like building something physically, whether it's like a table or like a planter or just whatever, or like building friendships and relationships amongst like different brands and different people or just like community, you know, like a community builder. I, like I would identify with those things, yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, direct, uh, creative director sounds cool. You know, it's just like it's kind of gives that little mysterious... Uh, vibe to it just like what do, what do you mean creative director it's like yeah. well, I just create content I create fucking things and I make shit happen yeah this fool can create gnarly content but he can actually build shit and that's fucking a sick ass skill I would consider all of us <laughs> here as creative directors yeah, we create our own shit you know you got your magazine he's got I'm gonna hop off in a minute <laughs> okay bro <laughs> got all of that well let's let's hop right into it man uh, it's been a pretty eventful two weeks for all of us so I'd imagine mainly you guys that traveled all the way to Chicago uh we'll get into that and uh that's just not gonna stop yo like I gotta go back again next month really yeah and next month is tomorrow so that's like two weeks away oh, I was now saying, at this like point. it's the thirtieth yeah yeah bro. <laughs> trying to go like next week or what I gotta go from the nineteenth to the twenty first or twenty second um Chicago Villains is having their five-year anniversary. They asked me to do a collab with them um, with Rottweiler. So that we collab st- is looking super savage. I got some sneak peeks of it. it looks sick. Yeah. I might pull up a little picture of it, too. Yeah, I need to so have you, like, have you, like, established yourself out there, like, not being there, like, what, twice now or three times? I mean, I wouldn't say established. I've just been, like, connecting more dots. It's, like... Like, are you, it's are like, you connecting with somebody new, like, every day? Or yeah, like, definitely. Like, Multiple people a day multiple conversations a day about like you know wanting to get work done it's like it's really exciting bro it's cool like i just i want to stay more in contact with everybody that i met out there because everybody that i made connections with was super cool you know what i mean like from getting an offer to teach like a screen printing course at a at like a middle school to like to just i don't know the homies letting me put like rottweiler up in their shop you know, and they 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 have a streetwear brand, but their shop doesn't sell streetwear. So they were like open to that idea. I, that was special to me. Dude hit me up on fucking Sunday and was like, "Yo, we sold two tees and how much of the hats again?" And I was like, "Oh shit, sick!" Like, 
like that's fucking sick, that shit's dude. major. How does you know that I mean? how does that shit happen for you? Like, what is like is it just through meeting people or like through the law of attraction? Yeah, the law of attraction. Through Sergey, Mag- magic. <laughs> I'll just yeah, I'll just give them the stare and they already know what's good. <laughs> no, nah, real shit, bro. I mean, you put it out there that you need something or want something, and it and it makes its way to you. I mean, I can't take credit for all of this. Like, yeah, I'm like asking for it in my experience, but at the end of the day, like, I don't have control over anything. That I mean, you're happens. making moves, though. Like, you're literally making them. A lot of people wouldn't even think or like like just networking in general because i think people like a lot of people disconnect in the like the art of networking like because people like you know nowadays with the whole social media era like it's kind of blocked off that like means of like communicating ironically like in a like face-to-face way and then if you were able to like network with people from a more like you Mm -hmm. know interactive way rather than like going through Twitter or going through some uh, Instagram and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like there's these new kind of interactions that are happening these days where it's like you meet someone and it's like like you know them on Instagram already but you've never actually met them face to face. Right. Yeah, you probably yeah. met them already yeah. you think you know so much about a person you've never met them like, exactly. in, in person in your, in your life. And that can either be like really weird or really dope. Exactly. Yeah. It just depends. Like, it depends yeah. how you build off of like it. Like at the art show on Friday. When we met, you met Billy. Was his name? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Johnny Alexander. Johnny, Johnny. Shout out Johnny Alexander, man. That guy's crazy. Dude, insanely great muralist here in San Diego. Like lived in Detroit too for a while, and was like printing art for other artists and stuff. This guy is. You've probably seen his work if you live here. For sure, have seen. His yeah, work, you it, definitely. It's, it's around. Yeah. There's a lot of dope murals around the city. But yeah, it was like it was kind of crazy. Like I'd seen his stuff around, I'd seen it on Instagram, and I just had a conversation with another crazy artist, uh, Celeste Byers, and she was telling me about Johnny's work. And then like, I don't know, somehow I put two and two together. That, that was the dude I was just like stalking on Instagram like four hours ago, and it was kind of it was kind of surreal, but it was sick. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I'm mean, like in a way, like don't get me wrong, like you know, social media. But you couldn't have planned that, you know, right? No. And when I came up into the art gallery, like this fool was talking to him, and you were standing right there, acting like you didn't know this dude. And I, I was didn't. like, I was like, these fools probably all know each other, and like here I am, like I don't know nobody in here. He, like Sergey just said, the pull up to an art show. We low key just met, like, and that, that was day. it. Yeah. It was it. Yeah. Well, exactly. I introduced both you guys, but then you like continued to talk on your tip, and I talked with him for a while, and then I was like, no, like we, we all need to like talk to this guy again because this guy is like sick, dude. You yeah. guys need to meet him. Yeah. Well, it, but it was just such like I needed to meet you because we were gonna have the collab. We already yeah. knew we were gonna yeah, have yeah, a collab. Yeah. We were like texting, like, all right, yeah, like we're let's do a collab. Happen. Yeah. And then like. So I was really excited to meet you. So it's just funny though the way Sergey puts it. Like you guys need to meet Johnny, and it's like, oh shit! Like how am I supposed to know? I think the next move I need to make is my current move. Yeah, but like, it's right there. There's like five other moves ahead that Sergey's on. It's like, pff, that's why he's fucking the building. <laughs> you, gotta walk, you gotta walk with three legs, bro. <laughs> Sidestepping all over the place. So break down the Chicago trip. So like you know, right when you land, you you got there before him, right? Yeah, I got there. I got there a day before him, dude. This Chicago trip was a good one, man. Like, this is our fourth time out there doing four events. You were out there for herb, herbal notes, right? Like, yeah, for so herbal notes. For we're we're, we're out there doing. Um, we were doing a series of different culinary cannabis dining experiences. So we yeah. did we did two dinners that took place at the plant shop in Chicago, and then we did two brunch uh, services that happened at our, our friend's house in Pilsen. And uh, this time around was just good, man. Like. 
like we've been doing it for a minute. This this that whole series concluded us with doing like twenty events now in the past like year and two months, which is a lot, you know. And like that's I think like thirteen in Chicago and then the other seven here in San Diego. And this they were just like they felt really good this time around, and it was pretty wild. Like this time was cool because we weren't like staying on the floor at someone's house. We got an Airbnb and like the whole team was taken care of and every, everything was just like a lot more dialed in. And when we did them at the plant shop and we did the dinners. We had one hour to flip the plant shop into a dining like restaurant, essentially. Right. Um, so that meant like they would close the shop. We'd bring in all the tables, build the, like build the tables together real quick. We'd bring down all the place settings, like light all the candles. Everyone gets like a menu and their name. Like there's like a seating chart for everyone, and then yeah. like put you know dress up the table. And then hour at six o'clock, guests start start arriving. And, like cocktails are served, and you know seven courses go out, and uh, just like went really well. Just which was good, you know. People also just had an incredible time. Like, I'm in the back, behind the scenes at all these, you know, for the past 20 events, and just like watching them, like, man, this would be such a sick ass dinner to sit at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what were some of the <coughs> courses you were serving? Like, what were some of the um, like main courses and the like? You had like was a four course. There was right? a lot of weed being served. I remember that much. <laughs> a whole lot of dro, a whole lot of ganja. Well, I mean, it's 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 a whole lot, but it's also not like too much. Like oh, if no, people, if, like if people bring it with them, they can smoke it. Um, but when everyone arrives, there's um, there's e- each table gets like a tray, and on each tray there's pre rolls, and it says like please share with like with you and your neighbor. Mm-hmm. So there's like that element of the weed. It's and like then, how you would imagine like coming like to meet with friends to go smoke weed. Yeah. Like, except for it's all like set up for you. Yeah, it's not like um, everyone's getting that, together yeah. to get like the dumbest lit. It, like it's not a competition. It's just like there's plenty and like if you want it, yeah. you get it. And you're just enjoying yourself. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's also like going to like a fine dining restaurant where you'd be dropping like two hundred dollars on a meal kind of experience because there there's seven courses and they're all very thought about and like prepared by two chefs and there's like a whole line of cooks you know that are like making this thing happen so it's like it's fine dining but also it's you know except like, you got a head of broccoli you could smoke a bowl yeah, out yeah, of. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, so like they get they get they get those like pre-rolls when they first arrive and then you know there this time we had cocktails too and some of the cocktails were infused and everything's like mildly infused there's like maybe like one to two milligrams per per dish or per item that is nothing you know, too crazy yeah nothing too crazy yes. like we're not trying to fuck people up that's I mean, if they want to get fucked up that's like their thing but that's not the vibe you know and then, uh, like, four courses will go out. I'm trying to remember what the first course was. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell you what all the courses were. Actually, I'm going to look up the menu um, so I can kind of be a little more accurate on it. But, like, four courses, courses will go out. And then we um, we jump into uh, vegetables, which is, like, another tray that comes out with a bunch of, like, five or six, maybe seven vegetables that I go and, and source at the market earlier that morning. And I turn them all into smoking pieces. So there'll be like a broccoli, a squash, a lemon. Um, what else did I do? Like a chayote. I turn a chayote into like a double bowl. And like it comes out onto a table with some flour. And you get to like pack it and pass it to your friend, share it with your friend. The it's, art of all that. Yeah, I remember it's you really, that, yeah. broke that down last one. Yeah, that was <laughs> It's really funny, but it's also like a good time. And and just the the people we get there, the demographic and is, is really cool because it's very diverse. We got people in there like, like early twenties, we got people in their mid thirties, and we have people in their like late sixties. You know what I mean? And yeah. and we have like all, all, just all ethnicities too. Like it's just like it's very diverse and it's super cool to see. Like, man, all you guys came here to like, come and enjoy a meal together that's infused 
with cannabis or just because of cannabis, you know, that you're here. Yeah, like different walks of life all there for the same agenda. Yeah, and, and like, at some of these tables, like there was a couple of people that actually threw their birthday parties, you know, and they bought out the whole table of like 12. Um, so there was like, that's a table like where everyone knows each other, you know, so they're like really excited to go and have this dining experience. But in the other tables, like there'll be like just groups of two or like maybe even like group of one, you know? Right. And they're a bunch of strangers and by the time they leave, they all know each other because they just sat together for three hours and shared a meal and shared conversation, which is, I, don't know, I think, really cool. Is there people that you met out there at the dinners that, like, you talk to when you go back out there? Like, from people that were dining there yeah. at the experiences? Not really, man. Like, for me, like, during the dinners, I'm more behind the scenes and just, like, yeah. making sure everything is going right and everything is dialed, you know? Or shooting photos. <laughs> well, that's, like, part of my, like, description of what I'm doing there. Um, like I don't really get much time to interact with the guests and like by the time I'm done with doing everything I'm doing everyone's kind of heading out you know right but there's definitely people that I've, I've met in Chicago since we started going there you know like the guys from the plant shop like those guys are the homies man like yeah. one night we just they just came over and we were staying at Airbnb and we had a, a fire pit back there and we were kicking it to like four in the morning and it was just like I felt like I was in San Diego I felt like I was like having experiences similar to the ones I had growing up with like really close friends you know and i've seen those guys twice now <laughs> like those guys are fam man. yeah right like i don't even kick it. I, there's a lot of people that i wish i kicked it with the, <laughs> like these folks i kicked it with them a grip that shit was sick yo you guys are getting mad publicity out there too like it's on tv yeah. it's on, well yeah. yeah like the first time we got there we got y'all shout out by fox news yeah we got fox yeah. news and like eater chicago like you know some dining things this time we were there um eater chicago posted about it like on their website they did a whole piece on Herbal Notes and they also printed it in the issue like while we were there which is kind of sick because I got, I got to pick up an issue and like it was called like the pot issue and there's like a huge leaf on it but then at one point they talked about Herbal Notes and like the cannabis dining experiences that we've been throwing which is like pretty cool thanks for the love Chicago Eater <laughs> <laughs> or Reader yeah not Eater or both <laughs> so it was like the vibe out there in Chicago compared to like you know say out here it's like for most people, I'm sure like everyone's got a different perception of how Chicago is. So to like go about there, just running around doing this, like, did you guys get to like see any like parts? Did you get to see like you know they got a lot of art out there, like that big ass silver bean and all that. Seen the stuff. bean when I went with y'all in February. Yeah. The one thing cool. I know about Chicago is like very well that I know about Chicago from just being around is that the only reason everybody's in Chicago is for the summer. Like, we've been there, like, four times now in the winter, and every time we're there, so everybody I meet, man, whether it's, like, a Lyft driver, somebody I met at the thrift store while I'm checking out, like, someone I met at the at the food stop, you know, or at the gas station, everybody will talk about the summer. And, like, have you been here in the summer? Like, they all bear with winter just so they can have the summer. In yeah, man, I lived in Chicago for eight years from uh, age eight to age 16, and... Uh, that shit sucks in the winter. And so that winter lasts. the summer's lit. Yeah, that winter lasts way too long. But when the summer comes around, whew, it's like, it could be the West Coast out there. You got the, you got the lake and they, bring in, they got that sand on the lake. It's like a beach. There's the people out there all day long. The city's like so sick where it's like there's people playing soccer, playing softball, doing all this shit all day long. Like you guys need to definitely throw some events out there in the summer. And uh, I'm going to be there, if you guys can't tell already. Ah, dude, we're going to throw an event together. Plant, plant Mag release, yeah. Volume 3. Bro, screen printing. At the plant shop? They're bro? already ready, dude. We talked about it. They're, Fuck they're yeah, done. let's see. Screen printing? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to do that live, too, oh. for sure. Oh, just build it out of, like, some shit you found in the alley. 
Nah, dude. I swear. We got screens got, out there if already. I got, like, 200 bucks and went to a thrift store, man, we could build a screen printing kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> a whole operation. Fort. We'll screen printing for it. We'll just, like, <laughs> we'll get a printer and an exposure unit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It'd be so good. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about uh, the future collab of Plant and Rottweiler. You got you just dropped a design recently, right? Mm-hmm. Of what you guys got coming up? We uh put an order in today for a, we put an order in today for like a reup. Oh yeah. Yeah, we don't. There's nothing really left from yesterday. Yeah. Also, oh, just sit to down here, just clean the shelves or what? Yeah, it was a crazy event. Like clean slate. Uh, a, thanks for the invite. Shout out clean slate. We just kind of threw some stuff together. It was, it was kind of weird how it came together. Not weird. It was a. Uh, it was interesting. Um, like we talked about earlier. Me and Stilo just met um, this weekend, man. And Sergey was like, I'd seen Rottweiler around. I'd seen it at Whiskey Locker, and I'd seen it at the uh, plant shop and other events, and I, I really fucked with it. And Sergey was like, hey, Rottweiler wants to do a collab with plant, so no questions asked. I was like, yeah, let's link up. So we end up in <laughs> the yeah. Italy on Friday night, just like drinking some beers and stuff. And uh, the next day, Sergey sends me this like really shitty Photoshop file. <laughs> with this like I sent them on the, I sent them on the DM real quick too you know the one that you can only see for a second yeah it's just like it's just like this this monster he pulled from the internet with a bunch of puppies in it and he's like yo yo this is what I'm thinking and I was like alright this is dope but like I don't know I gotta work with it a little bit and then like next thing I know Stilo's like whipped it up into this crazy crazy like wallpaper looking design and then all we had to do was just throw in some fucking logos and Happened yeah, like look, that. I'm man. looking at it right now, so it's like it was pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, that shit was tight. That was like, it what? was just like it was dope, just knowing that Sergey had like this vision, and I was like, man, I opened up his file and I started like dissecting it, and it was like it looked good on a white background, yeah. but when you like look at it on a black background, it's like a white rectangle like rotated <laughs> like a few degrees, and then like. There's, it looks like he did it in paint and just did like blacked out all yeah, like there. Yeah, but the vision, white. the vision was there and like. But like really it looks, it, it yeah. like when you look at it, it's this small though. Like that's what it was. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you could, you could tell. That's what he wanted to do. But but then like so I found that I just found like a higher res. It's funny because I took the higher res and just made it lower res, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like it looks it, like it, it. I think it's gonna print better, but yeah, it came out fire. What's uh what are the, what's surrounding the puppies? It's like. Just regular leaves or so that's a monstera. Um, it's a, think, is that a variegated? Yeah, it's variegated. Variegated, yeah. variegated monstera deliciosa. So those are those look like a common like house plant. They're they're a popular know? house plant right now. They're naturally tropical vines. So yeah, it looks very yeah. like a tropical tree. But that like, specific shit one you though, see it's like it's like a you know. If someone's mm-hmm. house is like a decor or something yeah, like yeah. the basic ass like leaf. Yeah, if you uh, I know like uh, at the e- Charles Eames house they have a. Uh, a bunch of those huge ones. There's one that that is uh, legendary. It's like some like seventy years old or some shit like that. Yeah, I don't really know. Don't quote me on that. But and these dogs look, look crazy too. Like they just look like some like some cozy pups. Yeah, I was like, I was laughing because I was like, Steeler, how's that design going? He's like, I'm just looking for the right expressions. Like on this the one right faces. here in the top, <laughs> like looks like a I don't want to say anime, like an anime real dog, shit really. though. Uh, uh, the last one I found was a little one that's like jumping off the shit. I was like, hell yeah. That's the hardest one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For real. <laughs> that's my favorite one too, for sure. I like this one too in the bottom. He's like just me mugging. Mm-hmm. 
That one in the middle looks like he just hit the blunt. He's just like, what's, what's good? No, the one with the tongue. <laughs> you, gotta have, you always got to have, like, the fucking, like... You got that little the dopey-ass one, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. the Michelangelo of the group. <laughs> yes. But fucking, yeah, dude, that's hard. Uh, you guys got more coming, you said? Drop yeah. In. They're all, they, I, were you guys just selling it, like, all crew necks? Or was, like, there was other clothing, right? We it? So we have it on white crew necks, which is the color print, the direct-to-garment color print that we did, and then we also have a screen of it, so we can do a black and white screen print on just about anything you own as well. So Anytime that's coming you want. soon to a city Minor near you. Rain, sleet, snow. Even we'll screen print your yeah, shit even anywhere. if you're not in San Diego, you can ship it to us, you know, at your own expense, and we'll <laughs> print it for you. And send for, it a back. <laughs> for a small fee. For a small fee. Very small fee, you know? Yeah, very, it's actually to show really the love. Small. Yeah, we just... Get the whole, get the whole plug out. Yeah, Loki. Shout out Beach Club. Thank you oh, for yeah, that. Beach Club. Shout out Beach Club, yo. Because we did this event yesterday and we were printing a bunch of stuff live, um, but they let us borrow their flash and and their like little shirt loader piece, which is super yeah, sweet. Yeah, those guys are the real homies. Borrow their inks too. Thanks, Beach Club. They're out in Hawaii right now, build, opening their sixth shop, which is super cool. Like they've been doing this for five years and. Damn, they got six, you said? Yeah. Damn. yeah. They're doing a really cool thing right now, too, where they're just kind of, like, being very, like, like, intimate, like, personal on Instagram, just talking about the process or, you know, if anyone's got questions about anything, about, mm-hmm. like, owning a shop, starting a shop. Like, they're trying to kind of, like, invite people into it and, like, have that conversation if someone has got questions and whatnot, which is really cool. Yeah, like, I, I really, think it's really on respect Kahana's guys. personal Instagram, right? He's Yeah, like all, the, all the stories it. are safe, yeah. too, like, if you just want to kind of see how what it's like for them you know like what yeah. it's been for them it's a really cool story like, i think one crazy thing i saw like vulnerable is something that i haven't known which is which is something they they shared on their account which was basically like when they're ship when they're opening up this new shop instead of shipping out all their shipment you can just like take it in suitcases or something like that and like yeah okay it just saves you money you know that's how safe yeah so is that like the only collab you guys have? Do we have any more? Like, I mean, in the future? I have a future collab coming up with uh, Dance House, Dance Society, which is uh, the homie Dan who works over at Gym Standard. We're gonna have a little uh, skate video and uh, some teas coming out, and then Volume Three of the magazine's coming around the corner real quick. There's gonna be some sick features in there. I can't really disclose what yet, but right. <laughs> that's in the works. And we got Sergey working on that. We got Steele working on that too. So. Come around the We're corner. Throw a party soon too. Plant party. Plant party. Fuck it. Probably we got these screen prints. We uh, have a lot of plants and some nice botanical beverages. Yeah. It's gonna be a fucking greenhouse party. Yeah, it's gonna be a greenhouse party. We'll botanical fumes. Like there you go. That's a, a that's time. a that's a name for the board right there. The fucking greenhouse party. I like it, dude. I got a greenhouse. Can you build a greenhouse for me, Sergey? I think there's some trash in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think you know what I'm thinking. If I put a huge mirror on that on that wall in my house, that's uh, parallel to the three windows. Yeah, I will have a greenhouse. It look huge. Oh my gosh, why have I not done this? Yet? If you like filled the whole like flush. The entire yeah. Yeah, if you like it would yeah. Completely reflect what it's seeing, which is three windows. Ahead. It'd this be like a sick, dance studio. Sick when I'm stoked. Hey man, if you build it, they will come. What about you, bro? You got any you got any news? Got any news? Yeah, bro. Shout out, Villa, shout out, Villain Chicago, bro. I'm excited about that shit. No, I got a summer collection Ooh, drop in. Samurai. The Some last samurai. Inspiration. Got a These geisha. are beautiful, my friend. These are beautiful. For those listening, you can't see, but he's showing us a whole lot of cool shit. You'll eventually see it. Years of preparation. I'm on right live there. right now. 
Well, the people who are on Instagram so live, shout yeah, out yeah, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram live can see. Shout out Instagram live. Hey, shout out Watching. Del. Yeah, Del? she tuning in right now. She said, "Plan man." Yo, hey, Del. what's good? Hey. Del. Yeah, Whiskey shout Locker, like we Will. said earlier, man. Like Whiskey Locker is a sick place. They put on a show this weekend. Speaking of what we did this weekend, and uh, that was another thing we swung by. And that's a shop I'm really excited to see what else they got coming up because yeah. it's a really cool space. She carries a lot of great products too, and yeah. just like, you know, part of the community, which is super sick. Yeah, I'm just excited that, that there's more there's more uh, people coming into the community, meeting more people through these different places. He's just like <laughs> he's like doing a, a tutorial right now on Instagram Live. Yeah. You guys got anything else you guys want to put out there before we start wrapping the shit up? What about Yeezy? I mean, as far as like just shot, like as far as your guys's. No, man, I mean, man, this is what we got coming. We got a couple projects coming on the way. The new magazine and probably some events coming up in San Diego. We're trying to keep the energy flowing. And uh, we've got to set up to print some shit on some other shit. And so hopefully we'll bring that to a store near you in the future. In a store near you. Or an alley. Or an alleyway. We're coming we, to an alley near you. <laughs> you guys have any? Do you have coming like, from an alley? Hey, can we do it? Can we do an yeah, alley yeah. alley so, tour? We just push this. I mean, alley. <laughs> alley tour. <laughs> Yo, the alley tour. Yeah, yeah. North yeah, like, Park to South Park. Yeah, alley who waiting for the alley tour? We're coming for you. I mean, if you want to learn more about the magazine, uh, <laughs> you can go to plntmag.com. But like, please don't do that. And also. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully uh, we will, we'll be launching a blog site soon. We can share more stories, not just on paper, but also things that are happening in between each issue. Uh, just keep you posted on what we find interesting uh, around San Diego, around California, around the globe. So that's about it, really. Right. Dope. Anything? Fuck yeah, bro. Anything? Hey, they should check out your site. They're yeah, about I to just, have some sick ass sweaters. It feels on like there. such a shameless plug. Like, I don't know. I felt dirty after I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Nah, that's no, good. I, I did find I found the menu that we were serving in Chicago. I don't know how it like slipped my mind because this is like a week ago. But okay, uh, go ahead. that first course was a uh, chief quiche. Uh, it was a quiche, like a little quiche that was served and like, yeah. like, plated up and it was really tasty. Um, then there was a tortellini. Uh, dish. Then there was a baked bun. Then there was a smoked beef cheeks. There's a tres leches cake and a empanada Guatemala. There's a, our friend David Hollinger, who's a pastry chef, who was cooking all the pastries, and he worked on he worked on all the dishes with Manny, but he was mostly you know in charge of the pastries and like the bread. And man, that food was phenomenal. I felt like I was just like a, at a really really nice restaurant for a couple of days, you know, yeah. and just being able to like try that stuff behind the scenes too. All right, well, with everything being said, you guys want to get into some of those hot takes? You already shouted out Kanye. You want to get into the Kanye thing already? Yeah, I'm trying to get into the Kanye thing, bro. Into the Kanye thing. I just, I don't know. Does it is it not important to you? I mean, it's it, it wasn't important to me as far as like I because I could separate <laughs> easily like the music and who he is as a person because it's like I easily, you know. Like a lot of people get the two mixed and they get super emotional and then like they're just like they get all like super judgmental or like they'll just like start doing shit that like is out of their everyday life. You know what I mean? Like they're just fucking off task because they're all thinking about this Kanye shit because it like it affects them that much. Mm -hmm. I've seen people like they're all like fucking distraught about it, you know? 
Yeah, that's right. But I don't even think it's that serious to where, like, he said anything super crazy, you know? He, like, backed up, like, some crazy chick who says some something on Twitter. Like, she's basically just, like, someone who doesn't believe in oppression and all that. And then um, his shit is just super, like, just, like, out of there, you know what I mean? Like, with, with, the, with everyone else's line of thinking, he's kind of, like, sides with. He's kind of been on both sides of it, though, right? Like... It's just like you know you can't you can't like make music for like a certain like group of people and then like say you have these kind of views because the music you make counter like that counters that you know what I mean so it's like no one thinks like and he's been kind of off for a minute you know like he's just like said he's been kind of saying some crazy shit he had a meltdown and everything so you can tell like dude's just kind of been on something you know yeah he's, he's just trying to sell some albums though like he's got an album yeah. coming out well he that's even that's his, what's crazy too he turns his twitter account on like what like a couple weeks ago again he gets back yeah, he on just twitter started tweeting. but Starts do you think but up. do you think one is because of the other or like what if because he's about to drop yeah i mean it I could it could just be part. like you know he turns like he's about to drop and he's also got these feelings and like um, I, f- I also feel like that. How song- do you feel like coming from Chicago though? Like having lived there eight years, like you know, it's one of these things where like where I lived in Chicago, I really I didn't really connect with the people as much. I loved the place and I loved the city, but I didn't really connect with the people as much. And I feel like uh, as someone who's not an American-born citizen, you know, I really connect with uh, England as my home a lot more. Chicago kind of feels like a point in time in my life where I learned a lot, but um, it's not really somewhere that I felt like I connect with a lot of people. So I don't really rep it like that, you know? Like, I rep San Diego more. I feel like I came into my own as a person in San Diego. Uh, nothing hey, nothing bad. Diego, yeah, yeah, shout out San Diego. Shout out San Diego. But, you know, nothing bad about Chicago, nothing bad about the people. I did yeah, connect with Chicago some special too. people then, yeah. and I, I don't want to hate on them, you know? So there are some great people everywhere. What does Kanye mean in Chicago? Like, being someone that's in, I mean, it's in huge, that area. Yeah. It's, like what, it's like identity, all, you, know? Yeah, you know? It's huge. I mean? like, yeah. And he's got, he's got shit all around... Uh, that he's got his hands in. And, you know, these days, I, I think probably, I'm not living there right now, but I think Chance the Rapper's definitely got a big influence. He got some shit. Yeah. Recent, too, because he kind of backed what he said about, like, not all black people have to be Democrats. He tweeted that. And a lot of people felt some type of way about it. It's well, just black people th- weren't always Democrats. Like, no, I know they people, weren't. Like, that just yeah, happened, I mean, like, like, in the last 30 years. Yeah. It's like Clinton, didn't it? But like, like the Democrat, the Democrats and the Republicans, like they've switched. Like historically, the Democrats were the racist party. Yeah, it's like the the roles switched at some point, and I'm foggy where that I is. I think it's and I'm because foggy where people switch too. So more, maybe there's a connection there. But. It connects more to like when during the civil rights time, like in the '60s, because like the Democratic Party was more on their side, like you know, more on the civil rights side, more than the Republicans, because like it was even going all the way back to. Like when when what's what's his name? Fuck it. After, dude after Kennedy, like Lyndon B. Johnson yeah, was the yeah, president, and he was like with MLK yeah. with all that during the whole Salem uh, times mm-hmm. and all that. And then like when he like passed the civil rights shit, like a lot of people weren't feeling that, and like people started like from like white Southerners jumped on the Republican train because Lyndon B. Johnson was a Democrat and he created mm-hmm. that whole thing. So ever since then, like I feel like that's like that that's kind of been the trend. Like they, well, that's why yeah. like it's looked at as like you know more minorities, not even just black people. Like just like you know Latinos, a lot of Latinos, and like a lot of uh, Filipinos and you know different ethnicities. I think if people just for think that. for themselves, like they won't be like. Tripping but that's what I yeah, think he's trying like, to say too. But it just comes off super. 
yeah. crazy because it's like no one wants to hear that, you know, especially from yeah. someone like it's it's, it's kind of weird. Because in the book of the law, it talks about how like people that think different or like or think for themselves are going to be labeled crazy in the society. It says that in like in like in the book of Revelations too, how like people yeah. are going to start like just like spreading all these fucking wild lies and shit and just pe- like all these like like dark things are going to start happening and shit and like and that those are going to be signs that like that end of the world is coming you know what i mean like that's dark <laughs> yeah i mean but we experience it but i feel like people have always experienced but it but just, now there's like a, like people can talk to more people like a billion people can communicate you know what i mean whereas before like you were kind of isolated to your town and then to your village and then to your like city and then things got bigger and then the internet happened and then boom like now everybody can just talk all at once whenever they want and yeah. it's like but it's also like anything you put out there like anything i say right now on this podcast and gets put out there is like that can be heard by anyone at any time and it's not gonna go away at any time and so there's a real sense of responsibility with what you put out there now too like you gotta own it you can't really it's hard to walk it back especially people who are famous before that I think it holds a lot of ground. You ever notice like the ones that were famous before mm-hmm. social media have always will have a heavier base in this. You know, they got more base in this shit. And what I mean by that, they got more of an impact as far as how much their reach goes because they've always more had the pe- reach. More than people that just got like Instagram that, fame. Like there's like there's people that will never reach a certain echelon of famous because they grew up in this shit and they don't know how like the OGs did it. Like the people who knew how to interact that's what i was kind of touching on earlier is like people who don't know how to touch like internally or like like face to face like having like actual conversations rather than like growing up in this social media era and it's like you can have all this like accolades and all these like fans on the internet and like you know that nowadays that counts you know what i'm saying but if you can't even like interact and like you know that's like or talk to people and like know how to network like person in person then, like, you know, you're kind of selling yourself short and you're not accomplishing as much or you're not advancing only, as much as yeah. you need to be. You There's know? only so far you can use these these new tools. <laughs> it's you like know, you guys, you know, like you guys you. met, you guys yeah, met yeah, in yeah. person. It's like imagine if you guys followed each other, yeah, you guys would have been scoping each other out for like, not like no homo. Like you guys would have been like, you know, looking well, at I each other your, shit for well, a while. I mean, I your name before, like yeah. a long time ago. If any to be real, like if you if you were like whack or some shit, like okay, we would have done that collab anyway. Like it was happening any regardless, but like like I wouldn't be here right now. We wouldn't be talking about working together in the future. Like it's just kind of like yeah. I would people, hope so people, because yeah, you're a cool you ass person. Yeah, but I feel like that there's no chance that that was gonna happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. It's like well, it's just like it, it's still like the way it was. Sergey, everything's you know? been like fucking solid, like yeah. clean ass shit. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like you all met in person. But I, and plus, people, I had the yeah. magazine for like a week. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I saw the shit. It was dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? But no, I just I feel like it's one of these things where it's like it's like like you're saying like the, the internet can only take you so far, and if you you can get yourself so far in the internet, but if you can't communicate with that, it person, limits your reach. It limits how much you can actually do because so. you can get there. Like obviously, like I'm not saying you can't do shit with the internet the internet you obviously can prosper and make a fine living and do all these great things you know you see it every day with bloggers you see like you know couples who fucking blog their life and shit like go do weird shit and like do things that most people with the average paycheck can't do or shit like that because they thrive off the fucking internet you know what i'm saying so it's like you know interact as far as business goes like you know you can market yourself so great but if you're not like interacting with people in person and like networking outside of the computer and outside the realm of your phone. Oh, yeah, you're not you definitely go got to do that shit. You're not going to accomplish as much as you need to. And I feel like, you know, 
like the whole just the kind of like we were kind of off we were talking about Kanye but like just kind of like based off what I'm hearing him say is to kind of like create your own and like prosper it to your people and network and do all this without having to like go through like big companies and shit like that you know what I'm like, saying you know I was I, I was talking about this to you guys before on the air and I think like everything has to come in perspective when I look at Kanye today and who he who he's become how how old is he you know you could look it he's up like right in now. his he's like, 40s he's like I in think. his 40s you okay how much money does this man have? Or thirties? Like who, do, who does 40s. he live with? What kind of what kind of circles does he run in? Yeah, he's kind what of kind of life experience does he have? Is it anything like yours, my friend? Is it anything like mine? No, it's not. Uh, so the fact that he has these views, I can't understand why he has them necessarily. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychiatrist or whatever, but. Uh, I mean, Kanye also just loves to troll like, the people. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like he's a troll. We're talking about it right now. Like he won. Why don't we talk about like Takashi Six Nine? Nah, that guy's doing the same thing. So is he the new? Is he the new Ye? I hope not. Nah, because I hate that guy. Well, because I think a lot of people. I mean, I, don't I, hate I, him, I wouldn't. Like, I, I wouldn't know. compare it as such because it's me, like right I, now. We, like we look at Kanye differently than. I, well, for me, I, I look at him differently than I look at dude that mm-hmm. you just said, Takashi. Yeah, I mean, Kanye claimed to be guiding the culture, and like, so we kind of let him guide our culture for a bit. And I think, uh, I think that Kardashian curse is real. Yeah, it drives you crazy. Because if you look at like the history, like you know, that shit doesn't lie, bro. You know. Also, those base god curses are real too. Like watch base god curses for. Always been yeah like a real thing like don't even say yeah. nothing bad about that. <laughs> shout out base god. Don't yeah, you bro, you always got, I got shook respect, for a second. Hey, shout out base god. Yeah. <laughs> shout out base god. You know he's listening. Yeah, he's listening he's, right he's now. Like, oh, hell yeah, what's up, Why are you, bro? James Harden's up, trying Patrick? to say nothing <laughs> bad <laughs> right now. Uh, Meek Mill finally is free. I don't. I don't really follow Meek Mill. I mean, like my my uh, like. Contact Meek Mill wherever it came when he started that beef with Drake, and then like that's about it, honestly. Oh yeah. Well, let's see, I, don't know. I know. I know. How long was he in there for? Like what? Three months. He was in there for five months. Five months. Yeah. And like, what did he get in? Do you know when he got in? Like, well, what was his charge? Because well, he's been like on a ten year. So the fucked up thing about his thing, he was on like a ten year probation for like you know some firearms and like. Uh, attempted yeah, but murder or something people like always that. fuck around on probation that's how they end up going to jail I know but like time. he had he, he already did time and then after his time he got like a 10 year probation while he was like out here rapping and shit and build a name for himself and then uh, it's just like it's a, it's a sticky situation bro like you know oh, imagine yeah. being on 10 years probation and like that means you can't have no, any interactions with a cop no, or you can't have no wild. kind of bad shit that happened to you no interactions with it. like like I said like nothing at all like on a traffic ticket no, yeah, like not even it. walking in the street it's pretty much you. impossible as a black man to have no interactions with Some, a cop someone of his status being like a rapper it's and impossible. like the way he came up is I'm sure it was like very hard yeah I mean, so it's, it's like he was popping wheelies and shit and like they came up on him talking about like oh like you know you've you violated your probation so many times and then uh gave him like Two to four years, basically, for shit like something like that. But then, uh, basically, they as they went about, they like found they dug up that the judge has like a, a personal agenda against him. And they're finding all this evidence and whatnot. So how they do you went, dig that up? Well, because like I guess they had like to the bottom of they had they had conversations fuck Meek Mill. They had like conversations like tweets. Meek has said some shit to them. They were making some memes and shit. They He's like really good memes. friends with Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, for real. He's like, oh, courtroom's shit. going back to, to back this week. This about why he's yeah. in jail for the best four minutes. Oh, shit. 
Well, Ben's a big... Uh, All I gotta say, man, is like, must be nice. You only spent five months being on like probation. like, And I'm sure it's because he's got hella money and he's got like the right lawyers. So even oh, five sure. months is not bad. Like, either way, the Rock Nation, so Rock fuck Nation 12 and like fuck the government for their systems that they've put in place. Because like, I got a brother who's in the pen right now and he's been there for well, like a year the, and a half. The reason you know, why he got off shit. is because the, the cop they found out who arrested him originally in the first case that he had before he had the 10-year probation uh-huh. was found to be dirty. And like he was like on a list they have of exempt of cops being like known for being dirty. Yeah. So he has like a long history. So like by that by itself is able to throw that out. Like the district attorney and the uh, the defense the defense attorney all agreed that he should have a bail and get out. But the judge wouldn't let him because the judge again has some kind of like personal agenda against him for some weird shit. So that's what made it int- like crazy yeah. because it's like. You never see the defense attorney and the uh, district attorney or the prosecutor uh, agree that he should be out on bail. And also, like, you know, like, you ha- he had backings from, like, the Philadelphia uh, 76ers owner, fucking Robert Kraft of the New England Patriots. Like, all these big-ass billionaires were, like, behind him and all that. fucking listen to me, man. Like, oh. Hey, I will say he has this uh, one collab with No Worries that's, Fire. I think it's just SoundCloud. it speaks on a bigger like, topic because it, it, Rico. it revealed a a flaw like a huge flaw that was already like kind of revealed but nobody was like paying attention until some like a bigger star happened to happen to him like about how like people get treated because they were saying that like Philadelphia or Pennsylvania by itself had like the highest yeah but that's why uh, I fucked the system yo because they they had the highest bad cops and uh, there's fucking bad judges and there's fucking bad juries and there's, yeah yeah and then also look bad, at like bro. the the, the way the probation works like you said it's like ten years no contact with police all these stipulations it's like as a you know as a black man in this country how is he meant to uphold some of these things it's rigged for him to end up going back into the system and. You know, he got lucky. He didn't serve that much time. And, he, and like, I, I can't speak because I've never done time myself. So it's just one of these things, man. It's like, there's a, it's a fucked up system. And now we got our other black cultural leaders buying into some of these things with Kanye wearing Make America Great Again hats and shit. So, like, I don't know where we're going. 2018's uh, taking a left turn we're real like, quick. We're, like, at the midpoint of yeah. 2018. But it was, like, you could expect it, though, right? Even with through all the bullshit, you True, saw yeah. how he was supporting him in the beginning. Like, he's not fucking hiding. Yeah, like, they he did. He did. Yeah, he went to his office and, and stuff. And well, then, in the song, or I, I think in a tweet, he actually has said, like, the hat has been sitting in his closet for, like, a grip. Like, yeah, he a says that time. in the song with T.I. Yeah, he said yeah. that she's been in his closet for, like, a, a good amount of time. And I was like, yeah. what? And That's I love crazy. it because T.I. like, burns him. He's like, you wore a dusty-ass hat and you didn't do shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> stupid, bro. And his reasoning is kind of fucking crazy, but I don't know, man. I, I fucking hope people... <laughs> I think that song, I think that song's pretty vulnerable, though, and yeah, I think it's yeah, interesting... I gets his shit together. I think it's interesting how he does it through a conversation and, and like, if anything, if we're gonna, we're not, I'm not just gonna hate if I'm gonna take positives away. I think it's uh, it's alluding to the idea that we should have more conversations about this stuff and we shouldn't just be dismissive about what someone thinks. And I think that might be what he's trying to get at. If I really want to give him, give him his credit, he's trying to say, hey, if someone thinks this way, if someone believes this, then have a conversation with them. Don't just be like, oh, fuck you, you support Trump. Like, Try and get to the bottom of it and oh, maybe yeah. you can get somewhere. The open no, di- open dialogue. Yeah, bro. open dialogue. Uh, that's all. That's all we're... Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's, that's all I was trying to say. Maybe in the long run, it's like getting younger people to look into why he feels that way, which is going to actually lead them down like 
into some history of some shit. Well, maybe they won't like, be so closeted I, about certain conversations because, like, the thing about, like, I guess, like, is big here not in right he's now. just starting the argument he's, again he's trying to open a larger the conversation platform. that people don't want to have and i feel like people need to stop yeah like just being yeah like, stop beating around the bush and get to the point yeah. and like you know what i mean like you gotta we're gonna have to face the facts like racism is real at some point people are gonna have to see that shit and they're gonna have to see that either they fix that and then they they allow the everything else and people to like rule themselves and fix themselves or like, or they can't do that. And I mean, at the end of the day, that's why government's there in the beginning is like just to control people because there's too many, like too much wild shit that could happen without it. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of wild shit that happens with it. The hell, the, all that shit's crooked now. I feel like the system's crooked, yo. Got this like fucking that. American flag on my chest. Crooked system, man. About to wrap this up, gets about to get to an end. But uh, what do you guys think of the new music that's been dropping the last couple of weeks? Some J. Cole, Post Malone, fucking. I think that J. Cole album is great. Mm, I second that. I think J. Cole really killed it on that. He snapped and uh, everything about it. I just dropped music, a lot of game on some, yeah. some songs, especially that last one. He's dropping some. He dropped it good, you know? Like, I think that's like. He's been. He just continued to do what he's been doing, and that's giving. Good music for the culture to that listen shit, to. You know? That shit, within two weeks of it being out, it's already like number one on billboards with like two hundred million plays on like I think one of the songs. Yeah. I think it's the KMD I also, song. you know, it's like it's some dense shit. Like he's talking about some real shit. It's the number one just, album right now. So yeah, it'll probably be like that because like I guess Drake is dropping in June. And we all know what happens. On that. I don't know if I'm crazy, but I feel like like what happens these days is like. Every time someone drops an album, it breaks a record. And is it just because that album's so good? Or is it because, like, if you're good enough, the technology is moving at such a pace that you're always going to break the previous record because more people are listening, more people are active, more things are happening. Like, not trying to take away from what these artists are doing, but it's, like, kind of crazy. Like, is it actually the music as much as it is the system that's growing and getting bigger? And that's why these records... It's the more platforms they allow and the accolades because it's, like... At first, it was like radio plays, but now they're streaming, and then now it's like YouTube. So now YouTube. there's too much competition, or what? It's, no, it's just too no, much. It's, it's just, just too many just, out, uh, lanes for people to like really accelerate. It's like say someone is like really doing well on YouTube, and like the other person's doing good on like Spotify and like the other like streaming apps and shit. Yeah, and it's just like you add all that up. Like they said, like uh, like Cardi B's album was already gold before that shit dropped because of the success of streaming and. All the records that broke streaming with like Bodak Yellow and the other mm. shit. So it's like before, and like even like uh, with whole shit with 444, they said because like they said like they had a plan like if you signed up with Sprint, you get the 444 album free. Like they did like you know the YouTube shit with but with some consent is the YouTube you know of Sprint, right? But he did it with consent because <laughs> YouTube just forced their way in. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was wild, yo. And oh, it was yeah, like if you it. take this off your phone, like you'll. You won't be able to get it back. I took <laughs> like, that shit off fast. I was like, get this weird shit off. I started, I heard Bono singing. I was like, what yeah, the man. fuck? That shit's still on my phone. It pops up every now and then. I'm like, you probably weird. liked it. You kept that. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I got them all favored in. It's my yeah, ringtone, yeah. actually. But with all with all the streaming YouTube, and all that, that yeah. it just it makes it like easy for anyone to just fucking break a record. Like, oh, most plays and like the, they broke this record since fucking "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift. Like, okay. That shit was two years ago or three years ago. That's why. Hey, some people saying Taylor Swift tried to warn us about Yay. So 
J. Cole did bring... Uh, J. Beat, Cole warned us. But yeah, like, yeah. He, bought Dr- he uh, beat Drake's streaming of views, which has been like oh. held down as like the most like streams on the first day of release. Yeah. What he song beat is by like 10,000. The whole no, album. album. The whole oh, album. album. When oh, first yeah, yeah, yeah. So J. Cole's like... It's crazy that Drake has like all the records. Like every time you see someone break records, like, oh, he broke Drake's record from 2012 when he dropped fucking <laughs> Thank Me Later. Yeah, and then he awakes from his slumber and like... Like, damn, this motherfucker's had this record this long? Yeah. Bro? But then it speaks on like how long Drake's around. That motherfucker's been long, around for a while. Thirty. Pretty much, and he's still relevant as shit. Since yeah. Degrassi, man. <laughs> Since Degrassi, wheelchair Jimmy days. Shout out Degrassi in Canada. Fucking, I think we should just Would watch that shit? I did, bro. Nah, I, I didn't ever, but... Uh... I think I Herbal Notes it. needs to get out to Canada sometimes. It's That's funny, yo. Real. Richie was the first That sounds like a Herbal Notes idea. And he yeah. was like, yeah, like I watched Canada the show or Canada Canada idea. Vancouver. But Vancouver is sick. Yeah. Vancouver is sick. I've been there. Yo, thanks been. for coming, you guys. Yeah, thanks, you guys, bro. Hey, for real. Thanks for having us on. I hope you got to, like, I don't know, just say something that was, like, important to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, like, the best feeling of, like, oh, yeah, I'm glad we got to touch on this. Like, if someone got to hear that part, like, I'm really glad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's nice to have a conversation about this and yeah. like, and come down here and see what you guys are doing down here. It's just sick. Of course, man. That's, the, that's the point. Open platform for some open dialogue and conversation over shit and just talk about, you know, ways to build. We're trying to see the vision, you know. Kanye's over, or Kanye. <laughs> Sergey's over Sergey. here. Sergey. <laughs> I'm over here breaking lead, bro. Yeah. I'm about to get poisoning. This was over here building a house. Sketching out a hydroponics diagram with graphite. right now. Yeah. Well, that's it, man. Thank you, everybody, for listening from all the different ways of listening, from Instagram, SoundCloud. Uh, I want to thank Dexter. Thank you, Sergey, for all coming. Thank you, Stilo, of course. I go by the name of Wilby, a.k.a. Wilby Don, a.k.a. the Mestizo McFly, Shawn Michaels of podcasting. We're out this bitch. Go listen on SoundCloud if you know what's good for you. Any, any more shout-outs from you guys? Want Sweet. Hey, <laughs> shout-out Plan Magazine. Shout-out Herbal Notes. Shout-out Field Guide. Shout out Sergey the plug. Hey, go learn about plants Shout too, out bro. Like it's not, it's not yeah, fucking yeah, terrible. Do, do learn, go learn about plants. Go learn about your fucking. You want your like mother room nature. to feel better. You want your life to feel better. Like add plants to it. The more you know what's around you outside, um, the better, be better you'll live. Because you when, want life in your apartment. When the end of the world comes, you, you want to walk into something air. that you're not supposed to walk into outside. Just, just and just be like, yeah. make things worse. The thing is, you, if you take care of plants, they'll take care of you, and that's uh, something I'd love to. Do. You can live off some of these plants too. But hey, that's another topic for another day. Thank you for listening.